Welcome to Oldest to Youngest. I'm Natalie, the oldest. I'm Thomas, the youngest. We're curious Catholics who like to converse and explore topics from a Catholic point of view. We come up with questions, conduct some research, and then discuss the information. We hope you enjoy our banter and learn something along with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks. All right. Season two. Happy New Year. Woo, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we made it through 2020. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2021 is going to be 2020 one as well <laughs> something like that <laughs> let's not hope yeah, yeah. uh so what have we got today uh i think you you know you, we wanted to talk about devotions yep and explore what devotions are mm-hmm. um and as usually we came up with some questions to talk about devotions and to inform our conversations yeah um I found a article where John Pope John Paul II uh, talked about devotions, which I thought was pretty awesome. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. This was on the uh, United States Catholic Conference of Catholic Bishops, mm. <clears throat> USCCB, where they talk about um, different devotions and uh, what do they do for us and and, and such, um, but. In 2001, St. John Paul II said, uh, Genuine forms of popular piety expressed in multitude of different ways derives from the faith and therefore must be valued and promoted. Such authentic expressions of popular piety are not at odds with the centrality of the sacred literature. Rather, in promoting the faith of the people who regard popular piety as a natural religious expression, they predispose the people for the celebration of the sacred mysteries. Uh, and the quote goes on, but basically the the key, I think, here is devotions promote the faith, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's a way for us to show our faith, and they kind of, like, teach us to live life purposefully, I guess, mm-hmm. is kind of how I'd think Yeah, so what, what would you define as a devotion? Like, what did you find that, that they yeah. defined as, like, what... Like, what a devotion is, Mm -hmm. like... Um, From Hmm. (laughs) thecatholicdevotions.org. It's awesome there's a website. (laughs) And this is basically what I was thinking about what a devotion is. It's Devotions is just a structured prayer. Novena, litany, rosary, breviary, psalter. It's just, like, structured prayer that you do consistently. Um, And just, like, any prayer... um, it has the same purpose of prayer, mm-hmm. meaning we're supposed to build that desire for God and the Holy Spirit draws us in the Holy Trinity, right? Right. Um, <clears throat> and it's typically like, typically they're spiritual and meditative, but kind of like what we're seeing is that devotions can really kind of be like anything that is prayerful. Um, so you could make kind of your own devotion. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. A yeah. certain saint or... Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe an apparition yeah. of Mary or, or something. Yep. that Yeah, I didn't think about that. You could do that. A lot of people pay to the different apparitions of Mary. Um, well, pay to Mary, but... Uh, appearing in different yeah. forms. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of devotions that arise from those. Right. Uh, you can also... Um, I think it also talked about this in one of the sources I got. A lot of times they'll be for different causes as well. So, like, if someone right. in your family is sick... You can be devoted to um, St. Francis Xavier or something, or um, a saint who's 
um, you could ask for the intercession to cure for the right. person, right? Saint, I know, um, Saint per- Peregrine, per- Peregrine. I always thought that was pronounced Peregrine. I, I don't oh, know if that's actually true. Uh, I don't know because it's P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-E. Right. So it may be... I don't know his yeah. okay. nationality, but yeah. it could be French and pronounced a certain way. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. Okay. Sorry, Saint Peregrine, yeah. and whatever your name Sorry. is. Anyway, I know that a lot of people are devoted to him for um, cure of cancer. Yep, that's cool. Um, oh yeah, there's actually an arena going on. Yes, right now. Oh right my now. gosh, actually, I was on day four. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, like, so what would you say are your favorite devotions? Um, mm, I always loved the Chaplet of Divine Mercy mm. because yeah. it just feels so, and this is gonna sound terrible, but no. it feels powerful, Yeah, you know? Um, and I think that it's always something quick and kind of soothing mm-hmm. that I can fall back onto when I'm, like, feeling anxious. Yep. Um, and just doing that kind of meditative prayer to push everything back on God yep. <laughs> uh, in a purposeful way. Mm. Um, and I've always kind of uh, loved, you know, divine mercy and um, that sort of appearance of, of Christ. So I think that that, that's really one I like. Um, I think the rosary is some, definitely one that I've been praying more and mm. I never in my life, actually connected with it but i feel like i have been more so i also i don't know how you feel about it but i also feel like it's something that you have to practice yeah like you definitely have to do and like especially if i'm like in a habit of praying the rosary and then like i get busy and then i stop but like it's harder to start back up yeah, again. yeah. because it's such a big it is a time commitment yeah for me it usually takes 40 minutes yeah to pray it because i'm trying to very right purposely like you could pray it i love quack, i have quack, a little guide quack. Um, I know you said you have something on your phone, which is really awesome. Yeah. I have a guide that has something like a little excerpt from scripture. Oh, every hail Mary and our, our father. So like you can read it and then it will kind of like help you meditate on some type of scripture while you're praying the rosary, which I found is always beneficial to me because like halfway I start, I start the each mystery out strong. And then by the end of the mystery, I'm like, Oh, I finished the mystery and I'm thinking about something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. You're like thinking about your grocery list or what you're going to make for dinner or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. (laughs) Or I'm asleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was telling you before the the show, I was talking about this app that I found. BTS. uh, (laughs) Called Con... What did you say? How did you say it was pronounced again? <laughs> Contemplatio? Oh, uh, contem- uh, contemplatio. Contemplatio, yes. It's an Italian app. Um, but you don't really need to read Italian because it mm. really is just pictures. Um, but it's spelled C-O-N-T-E-M-P-L-A-T-I-O. Um, and you can look it up in the app store. I don't know if it's on like for Android and stuff, but I got it on the app store. And um, it's basically each decade of the rosary has, uh, each mystery has like three or four pictures. Related pictures, yeah. Portraits, you know. Mm-hmm. Of, paintings. Yeah, paintings. Yeah, Thank like, you. Yeah. 
of like the, Authors, the or, mystery sorry, painters yeah artists artists yeah <laughs> <laughs> today yeah why are we recording authors <laughs> authored off the off the painting <laughs> authored the painting <laughs> um but it's a really beautiful app because um there's no words or anything it's just you know it just each mystery of the rosary just shows you images sacred mm. images of the mystery and you can kind of focus on that while keeping track on your rosary. Yep. I, um, I thought for people who are like very visually oriented, yes. that would be yeah. like really great uh, resource because if you're very visually oriented, you'll probably get really distracted if you don't have something up in front of you. Yes. And being able to like kind of look at these images and kind of see what's going on and also like picture them in your head. I think it's like gives just a different way for you to like interact, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can make your devotion that much more powerful because mm-hmm. you're focusing on like Mary, Jesus and Joseph and, you know, the apostles and, and kind of like all these things are real. Yep. They're not just some kind of thing in your head. Cause I, you know, it's just, it's hard, especially in, for me, I prayed at night and so mm-hmm. more yeah, tired. to just yeah. fall asleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what are your favorite devotionals? Uh, I found, so I'm doing like the Bible in a year with Father Mike Smith. <gasps> oh, Spitch. me too, though. Really yeah. awesome. That's great. Uh, if so you haven't done amazing. it yet, go check it out. Yeah, and don't be scared. Just yeah. start it. Each episode is like 20 minutes long and like he reads it. So he doesn't, you don't even have to like read it. You can just yeah. listen to it if you want. Um, so people who's driving, you got a 20 minute comedy to work. Perfect. Like uh, for me, I prefer to read. Um, so what I'll do is I'll read and then I'll listen to his commentary afterwards. Mm. Uh, I'll just skip to his commentary because oh, he reads super fast cool. yeah, and it's, does. I just had to, I, I had to keep on pausing it because I was like, I don't even know what I'm reading anymore. Oh, wow. I'm a slow reader. So, but that's something I've been doing. And then before that, I've always read a lot of the Bible. Um, at least tried to, but like. I always made it a point to, like, read the Bible every night before I go to bed. Mm. Whether it's, like, a, a small, small psalm or a chapter of the book. I, I had uh, motivation a few months ago to start <laughs> from the very beginning and read all the way through from front to back. And that was tough. Did you actually do it? No, no. I got oh. to Deuteronomy. That's and, where I am. Yeah, it's slowed down a little bit. Um, oh, but I'm gosh. glad we're... I think the Bible in a year is a little bit better because oh, I think it's, it'll actually, it's story based, right? God bless that man. Yeah. Wow. He's doing something really awesome. And I love the, I love how he's taking these, we're like mainly going through these narrative books mm-hmm. so that we get the whole story of salvation and then he's supplementing it with yeah. other things that necessarily don't fall in the narrative, but still relate to what you're reading. In and the it's narrative. just so cool that it's the whole Bible yep. in a year. Yeah. And so, man, how much work they must have gone mm-hmm. into, like, putting this in, like, a format. Yeah. You know, and it's so much more interesting than just reading the cover Bible from cover to cover. Yeah. And, I like, mean, I, being very confused. Because the so Bible... should be interesting, but... Right, but, like... It's kind of dry sometimes. It is. And, like, also, like, the Bible's not organized chronologically right and neither is it organized like to make sense yeah, right? right it's so like reading it 
front to back, you're going to hit, like, different books, and it's going to be a little confusing. So you're like, wait, why is this, how does this relate to that? Right. And how does it... Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting he's pulling in pieces of Genesis and Mm -hmm. then reading Job. And then, yeah, Proverbs that kind of interrelate, which is really awesome. Yeah, I I love that. Um, I always tried to, like, memorize different psalms, too. Mm. Um, And that was... For, like, someone who's very, like, information-based, um, it kind of, like, keeps me focused. Mm. And then I can draw on them later. If I'm, like, struggling with, like, just trying to talk to God, I can just pull up a prayer or a okay. psalm that I memorized. And that's kind of, like, the way I feel at, in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's one, a couple of things um, that I like to do. I started a consecration to St. Joseph, um, which is really awesome. I uh, started that last week. Uh, it's 33 days, kind of like a Marian consecration. Um, and that's, it's been really beneficial just to read um, to St. Joseph. And I've always loved St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more now in my life, he's become more an important role. And that, that, I think, brings to another thing that we found about devotions is that what you were saying before the show, um, <clears throat> devotions have a particular meaning to us mm-hmm. in different times of our lives. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because, you know, one of the questions that you had thought of, Thomas, was um, is there a best devotional? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, in some of the things um, I I looked at, some of the articles I looked at, um, you know, said no, there really yep. isn't. Um, you just, the church really wants you to find one that works for you. Yeah. And so if at one point in your life, the rosary is really powerful for mm-hmm. you, to be devoted to that, be focused on yep. that. Um, you know, I think the stronger the devotion, I would imagine, the, mm-hmm. you know, instead of spreading yourself thin and right. doing a million different devotions. Yeah. Maybe focus uh, just focus on, a couple. on a couple. Yeah. Or maybe even just one. Uh, one of the interesting uh, quotes that I uh, wrote down from the... USCCB article on devotions Mm -hmm. that you had referenced, Thomas, was um, some devotional practices evidently correspond more closely to the spiritual needs of a certain people at a certain time Mm -hmm. more than others. So, you know, and I think what, you know, what they were referring to is basically that, you know, certain points in history, like a devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe was Mm -hmm. was stronger than others. Right. Um, Our Lady of of knots is mm. a very big one right yeah. now because of how complicated and mm-hmm. stressful. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really awesome. Um, from the same site, um, I, I kind of got the impression that devotions are important to one person right so like you can't really say like oh you don't pray the rosary like why don't you pray the rosary like you should be praying the rosary like maybe like praying the rosary doesn't help that person in their faith like don't tell someone to pray right like it's not you know like it has to be personal yeah like mary did say hey pray the rosary but she wasn't saying if you don't pray the rosary you're gonna go to hell right Right? no no devotions are not necessary for salvation but it does help us, help us. Absolutely. based off which ones Absolutely. we choose uh, by strengthening our face, faith. Um, so I feel like that's like a really important point 
because I feel like a lot of people are like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Yeah. But like, there's so many, like how many, do you have to do them all? Like, No, and you know yeah. what? And it's so funny because I learned so much about devotional, devotions, re- like looking up information for this, like mm. researching this because I didn't even know that devotion could really be anything, you know, yeah. to, to any kind of sacred thing. Me either, yeah. Um, I thought or it was like saints, specific stuff. Or, you know, or yeah. prayer. Um. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't really know that. Um, for a long time, you know, being in the job that I'm in, I had a devotion to, um, St. Raphael, who, um, is sort of referenced as, like, the saint to, um, prevent suicide. St. Raphael? I think so. Saint okay. St. Raphael. Raphael. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so... I didn't realize. I guess I always had a devotion to him. I've been praying oh, cool. this one prayer every night mm. for to him for, I don't know, it's probably like three or four years now yeah. <laughs> I've been praying this prayer and I wow. didn't realize, oh, I have a devotion to St. Raphael. Yeah. I didn't really notice yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. That. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so the uh, our Sunday visitor had a good article that talked about um, devotionals and, and what kind of the best you know, not best one, but information mm-hmm. about it. And there's three different criteria. Um, one, in finding a devotional for yourself, it has to be your preference. Yeah. So there's not one like um, over, you know, that you don't need. It's it's not like you, you like one yeah. better than the other. Right. They prefer the word prefer. You yeah. prefer one over the other. Yeah, it's not like you dislike one. No, because that means you dislike one saint. Right, or like, yeah. But it's that it's just like the rosary right. makes you feel a lot better or like strengthens your faith more than the divine chaplet. Right. You know, like Exactly. That's fine. You know, like that doesn't mean you dislike the divine chaplet and you're never gonna say it. It just no. means that like Yeah. And the yeah. other actually to the second point that they had is that all devotions are equal. Mm-hmm. So there's there's none that are Oh, that's in, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, there's none that's there are they were very careful to say that there are some that give us different graces or mm-hmm. more graces. Right. But it doesn't mean that they're like the rosary. You know, Mary promised many graces to those right. who pray the rosary. Where you can have a devotion to the Eucharist. And obviously that's intensely powerful. Yeah. yeah. But it also, you need to match your in- devotion with right. it, you know. So yeah. you get you get in out of it what you put into it. Exactly. Yeah. The third criteria is that it's uh, trendy, right? So some, like I said, mm-hmm. some devotions are sort of uh, trending more than others, like Our right. Lady of Knots. Yeah. Um, or actually, like, I mean, honestly, the devotions to St. Joseph have only grown in the past, like, century. Right. Before that, like, the church was kind of scared on promoting him because they didn't want to take away from, from Mary or even promote Joseph as the foster father of Jesus in order to, like, lead people to believe that he was actually the biological father of Jesus. But, like, now people are starting to catch on that, like, I mean, Jesus gave himself completely to Joseph and Mary on Mm -hmm. this earth and was subject to them. He chose that. He chose Joseph and Mary to do that. So if he chose them, why can't we choose them, you know, as our foster father and mother in heaven? It certainly makes sense. Yeah. So... Um, but this is something that's been catching on. So definitely a trend, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
And it could be, you know, a powerful one, too. Exactly, yeah. Did yeah. you have um, yeah. some other points you wanted to cover? Yeah, I think um, on the InsideCatholic.com, um, I found something that I thought was pretty cool. There's like kind of like key um, things when it comes to devotions. Um, one of them was love. So like you got to be able to love something, right? Like mm-hmm. when you have a devotion to Mary, like you love Mary, right? Hmm. Um, not the saying like you don't love someone else if right. you don't do devotion to them. Jesus. But like <laughs> there's like a there's like that special connection there. Right. Um, that will keep you coming back to it, right? Mm. One of them, and then that plays into loyalty. Is like when you have lo- when you're loyal to someone, you're gonna keep doing it no matter what, even if you don't feel like it. Right. Um. So like, if you have a devotion to the rosary, like even when you're tired, you're gonna pray it because it's that you have that loyalty to it, right? And to Mary, um, one of them is enthusiasm. Like, um, you do your best not to do it like half-heartedly, you mm. know. Like, you gotta have enthusiasm to do it, right? And that's why I feel like it's really important to pick one that is special to you, mm-hmm. right? Because otherwise, if you're, like, regretting doing it or, like, just not feeling good about it or, right. like, anything, like, maybe choose something else. Like, it's fine. Um, one is observance. So, um, to observe, like, the inner weight of your efforts and being like, all right, what am I actually trying to accomplish in myself and through the saints or God who I'm praying to. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, next is spiritual devotion. Just like it gives us a sense of purpose. Um, and then dedicating time. Obviously you gotta take a little chunk every day, which is a sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yeah. And then lastly growth. So like it takes maturity and like growth to continue something and to do something that, um, is takes time and effort and right um that we're not always gonna feel like not we want to do instantaneous results right <laughs> and like consistency and that i think is a tool for god to um grow that desire in us for himself right yeah it's kind of like what the catechism says about prayer that it doesn't change god mm-hmm. it changes us right and so change for us we're fallible flawed human mm-hmm. beings takes a long time yeah and i i've always i loved this quote from the bible about um i can't remember exactly where it is but it, it goes i'm gonna paraphrase that um we do not know how to pray as we ought so the holy spirit intercedes on our behalf with moans too great for understanding or something along those yeah. lines um and i just love that because when we like kneel down to pray decide to pray it's never our like idea right like Mm -hmm. it's the holy spirit drawing us in right into that compassion so asking god to give you the grace to pray more is like a great request right and and i i hardly doubt that god would be like nah you know (laughs) that's exactly what he wants you know right so um I, i just really love that and like learning to pray is like learning that desire for god and how much we rely on his uh, yeah i love that way of putting it definitely those are some cool points too Mm -hmm. yeah i really like those and i think about it these i feel like can be applied to like relationships too 
like yeah. your spouse or right. um, sons it's, and daughters. Like it's like yeah. what Father Smith was saying in the Father Mike was saying in the about one of the Bible. You know, he like actually it was day one. He was talking about how, um, you know, God gave Adam and Eve consequences for their actions mm-hmm. but it wasn't a punishment it was a remedy right and because mm-hmm. all love requires sacrifice that's true mm-hmm. love yeah and so like you said it requires love right it was mm-hmm. those first thing of the devotion and then it, later on you said it requires commitment which is a sacrifice mm-hmm. and so basically devotionals are acts of love yeah. to god yeah and if we think of them like that why wouldn't we want to have mm-hmm. a devotion to some Right. somebody or something yeah. you know and ultimately like our complete devotion if you're trying to use the real definition of the word devotion it should be to god right right and god alone essentially and um, how cool is it that there's so many different options mm-hmm. you know for for us to have devotions too that's what i love about catholicism in oh, general so because we have so many saints um the church never tells us to do one or the other. No. Um, the only important one that we that we're obligated to do is the holy sacrifice of the mass. Right. And that's awesome. The sacraments, right? yep. And the sacraments, right? And besides that, like the church is like, you must pray the rosary. You know, the church has never told you to pray no. the rosary. Like, it's not an obligation. It's a tool of salvation. Right. And that's actually, I was just thinking when you were talking earlier. I was thinking like devotionals as like a tool belt mm, and yeah. like, what, what do you want on your tool belt? I you like know, that. you know, like having yeah. St. Joseph, you know, a devotion to St. <laughs> Joseph, you know, devotion to Mary. Like, like that's a pretty effective tool belt. You it's know, it's a good image. I yeah. like that a lot. And depending upon the project you're mm-hmm. in in your life, yeah. you know, you might have a different tools exactly. on your belt. Yeah. You know, and that's this is really something cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, also like, I love, uh, I read this book called Emotional Virtue. If you're ever struggling with a relationship or um, want to increase your relationship, I highly recommend this book. But in it, she recommends between you and your relationship, um, your uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, or husband, wife, um, that you should have like a posse of saints. Mm-hmm. And like choosing like special saints that stand out to both of you oh, that you can cool. always pray to together and um like encourage each other to pray to and hmm. like seek their intercession I like that in different times of their of your relationship that's a beautiful um, thing yeah and like I, I just think it's like really awesome it's kind of like when we did the saint podcast podcast about saints right? yes yeah uh, we kind of talked about like why wouldn't we mm-hmm. want those saints right behind us yeah but um, it's like too though like you want to choose a fairly small group because if you choose all the saints, all right, that's like it's a like lot. it's like choosing everyone as your friend. It's like <laughs> it, it matters less, yeah, you know. But like true. if you choose like a small group of friends that yeah. you really connected with, like those friendships are gonna have more fruits. And I and it's so interesting too because I read this article on uh, Blessed Is She, the uh, Catholic oh yeah female, woman's mm-hmm. website, um, and they were talking about she had this article about. Um, basically how God kind of points, gives you saints. Mm-hmm. It can inspire you to have devotions to certain saints. Okay. And like for her, like St. Padre Pio just kept popping up. Yeah. Um, and in her early life, um, he always seemed to be so severe, like mm-hmm. 
like a severe yeah, librarian like or something. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's intense. Like, and yeah. then he was like, I'm not relating with those people because they mm. gossip. You know, he was very intense and very mm. severe. Um, but later on in her life, she, he just kept popping up. And so she learned more about him. And then she realized that he's like, oh, he's just like that really reliable kind of um, serious grandfather figure right. for her. And that she needed him at that point yeah. in her life. To give you um, some discipline, you know. Exactly, yeah. and to keep her on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, different saints pop up. Mm-hmm. For different reasons in yeah. our life. Yeah. I've always loved, well, St. Francis, but I never really knew a whole lot about him, and I've been mm-hmm. learning more about him, and he's just such a, I don't know, he's so beautiful. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. I need simplicity Definitely. in my life. <laughs> yeah, especially now, you know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, is it okay if I talk about the question of can devotionals be bad? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm pretty much done, so okay. that can be um, the last so, closing topic. Yeah, do you think devotionals can be bad? I think, like anything, if it draws us away from God, it's bad. Yeah. Now, I don't think... I'm kind of hesitant saying like devotions can be bad because in their if you're doing them right, right. I feel like they're going they're to not be fruitful. Going to be bad, yeah. But like that being said, like I feel like it's really hard to have like a, a for a devotion to be bad um, if you're devoted to like the right thing. Yeah, the, I didn't really find too much too too much information on it because I think primarily the church believes that if you have a devotion to mm-hmm. to something to someone it's going to be something that ultimately is designed to get you to salvation right and it's like god awakening something in you however um that being said mm-hmm. i did find a quote by pope paul the sixth um and he said popular re- religiosity of course certainly has its limits it is often subject to penetration by many distortions of religion mm. and superstitions. Mm. It frequently remains at the level of forms of worship not involving a true acceptance by faith. Mm. It can even lead to the creation of sex and endanger the true ecclesiastical society uh, community. So I think, you know, the article talked more about... Um, the USCCB, that's mm-hmm. in the USCCB article, um, talked about how basically what he's saying is that certain trendy mm-hmm. or hyped um, devotions can sort of form a um, it's what, kind of like yeah. a like a superstitious yeah um, like a superstitious belief or something like if i pray to this person this many times i'm gonna get this exactly right. it's kind of what like, yeah. jimmy aiken and matt frad were talking about mm-hmm. in the there was a he, they did an episode on uh actually the halloween episode where they talk mm-hmm. about like uh superstitions or, uh, curses or curses yeah. yeah and uh or or like uh so, yeah, superstitions basically like mm. if i pray this many times for this many it, well yeah. you're not doing it for the right reason right. that you're yeah. more it's more of like to glorify your own yeah. level of commitment than you are mm. to to god right um, and this is like 
this is something like I do is like whenever I wash my hands, I try to pray the Our Father. Yeah. As like, but like I'm not. I don't believe that the Our Father is gonna like cure the germs. You know, or... get rid of all the germs. Yeah. Right. That'd be great if it did, right. and like if God decided to deem it so, that'd be awesome. But it's not by your efforts that it's right. done. Right. Exactly. It's not because I like if I don't say it. That's so like, like, I'm going to get germs That's now, like, like some nights I fall asleep yeah. before I pray my prayers, right? It yeah. just, some nights it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I were to think, okay, if I didn't pray that prayer to St. Raphael, somebody's mm-hmm. going to suicide tonight. Right. That does not mean, that yeah. means that I have power to make it so. Right. And Which is not the case. No, yeah. that is not the case. And yeah. so I think, you know, what Pope Paul VI here is saying, talking about is like, it has to be for the right, you have right. to have devotions for the right reason, right purposes. Mm. Otherwise, it can, you can inadvertently create um, a sect or yeah. um, kind of mm. like a compulsion right. that's not holy yeah. in yourself. Like, I mean, I would imagine that someone is so obsessed about praying the rosary can start to, like, adore Mary, which is not what right. she wants, right? And no. not what we are called to do. Um so I can definitely see, like, but I always feel like there's nothing wrong with the devotion. It's what your what's your intention there, right? And like, what you, your your belief in that is. So I, I don't feel like there's any bad devotion as much as it's our intent. We can you yes, right. like our we can have bad ideas about them. It's kind of like if you believe you go into a novena for um, Saint Peregrine and. Mm-hmm you know, believe that he's going to cure your, you know, spouse's cancer. Right. Um, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you're devastated. Right. And therefore you believe that devotion failed. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't. No. Like, yeah. God doesn't always answer our prayers. Yeah. The way and, we and like you just fit. said, yeah. Um, like praying doesn't change God's will. No, it, it changes, changes us. us. Right. So like if it was God's will that, I mean, I, I never feel like God wants someone to die, right? But, like, no, if but he, he wants to bring something good, good out of out something, of it. It, like, he will, right? And praying that Novena St. Perigen to heal someone can maybe heal yourself or something, right? right? Like, uh, the outcomes of our prayers, I feel, are rarely ever um, the results that we expect. No, never. But always never. better than what we expect. <laughs> And we just don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we can never cease to pray. I think right. I think that would be the fault of devo- you know, mm-hmm. our our fault in a mm-hmm. devotional manner. Exactly. Is failing. Yeah. You know, in that way. And one last thought, I think maybe a bad devotion, air quotes, would be one that just doesn't work for you. Yeah. You know exactly. Is like exactly. Well, try something else. Like Yeah, try something else. Don't be afraid like, to Yeah to put that on the shelf for a bit like yeah. put it uh, in back into your toolbox mm-hmm. yeah if the rosary isn't doing Take it, it for off you your belt. don't feel bad for like stopping it and right. picking up something else like a divine chaplet which is a little bit shorter but still powerful right mm-hmm. um if it speaks to you more and yeah. you can always pray the rosary it's not like you're never gonna right not pick it up again <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Well, cool. Awesome. I thought this was a great conversation. Yeah, Thanks, I Thomas. loved this. I, I, I learned a lot. I hope you all learned a lot. Take care. God bless. All right. God bless.